You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Saints of God, if you're sure that your life is a testimony, would you just say something good to God this evening? Our lives are testimonies of His faithfulness. If indeed your life is a testimony, would you just say something good to Him this evening? In Him we live, we move, and we have a being. God is our source, and He remains our sustainer. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we acknowledge your Lordship in our lives. Lord, we ask that you have your way in this place this evening. Lord, I pray that as we have come, that no one leaves this place the same way. Thank you because you anoint your word afresh. Thank you for that anointing that makes preaching easy. Thank you because you teach us, you touch us, you make us better people. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church this evening? No, before you take your seat, don't be in a hurry to sit down. Would you please help me welcome at least five people to church this evening and ask them how was their day? Just exchange pleasantries. Hallelujah. It's so nice to see everyone this evening. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. All right. Um, please, if you don't mind, can we move to this side? Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you very, very much. All right. So we'll dive right away into God's Word. And, you know, it's just interesting to know that today is already the, the 29th of January. You can imagine. So in the next two days, the first month of the year will be over. And, 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 I, and I think, sincerely, I think the year has really been very fast. Yeah, sincerely, I think it's really been extraordinarily fast. And I remember God's promise unto us that this is a year of what? A new beginning. Very important. It's a year of a new beginning. And, you know, it's, it's a very, very uh, strategic and, and, and very, very important year because it's not just the beginning of a year, it's the beginning of a decade, you know. It's the beginning of a decade. So to put it in perspective, so remember the last 10 years of your life. So remember 2010. Remember where you were at 2010 and look at what had happened over the last 10 years. So that will help you to look at what, what, what a decade really represents. So in the next 10 years, look at what will happen. So, so, so because 2010, Elevation Church did not even exist as of January 2010. You can imagine. And in the space of 10 years, see what God has done through this vision that he gave one man. And, you know, and we can go like that to different industries, you know, different businesses, and you see how some new things have just come, you know, and just changed the face of the world. And I remember 2008, I think that was the first time I saw a BlackBerry phone, and you know, I was just, you know, it was, it was just a friend of mine that, 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 that told me like he could, could send mails through his phone. And it was just like a miracle. You mean you could, you could send mails through your phone? That was 2008, you know, just um, 12 years ago. But today, that's no big deal to anyone here, right? 
So in the, in the, in the same vein, in the next 10 years, a lot of things you know, would have happened. And it's important that we are in the center of God's will you know, for our lives. And I need someone to get set for the new beginnings that God is going to do through you and through us. Hallelujah. You know, but I, I also discovered from God's word that new beginnings, uh, so God sometimes will ask us to make some changes, you know, to, uh, to, to encounter and experience this new beginning. So I don't know that area in which God is already dealing with you, you know, to change and make that adjustment, make that amendment, you know, to experience that new change. So he spoke to a man by the name of Abraham. He told him to leave his father's house. So maybe he's telling someone already to go get your own apartment. You know, that you should leave your comfort zone. Or he's telling you about a career change, a career move, you know, or, or, or it could be anything. And it's important that we cooperate with God to experience that new beginning that we all desire. Because, you see, God's word is sure. And when he told us that word, it wasn't joking. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning in our lives. It's a new beginning in our church. And, and that's why it will demand of us to make some changes. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. And I tell God every day, God, I'm ready for that new change. I, I'm ready for that change in my life. My coming to life point in the first place was even a change. Hallelujah. You know, up until December, I was a member, or I worshipped at the Expression at the, main, on, at the mainland center. So at the turn of the year, it was time for, so it was actually a change for me. It was a new beginning. It come to life point. Hallelujah. So I don't know what God is telling you. I don't know what he's telling you, you know, about his relationship with you to deepen it. You need to cooperate with him. Make that change for that new experience to happen in your life. Hallelujah. All right. So thank God. Last Sunday, we finished the 21-day fast. Okay. This is not to get at anyone, but if you participated, can I just see your hands up? You, you did, you, at least you, you did one day out of 21 days. Good, good, good. Congratulations. We didn't die. We survived it, you know, and all that. And to those that were busy eating their lunch and breakfast, I won't say anything. But God knows your house address, you know. Hallelujah. But, you know, it, um, so it's 21 days of fast, and that has come and gone. So what's next? What next? And so I'll be sharing this evening some meditations from my heart, from thoughts in my heart that God, I believe God has impressed on my heart, in my heart, you know, about the next things he's going to do in horse, through horse, after the 21 days first. So let's look at the life of Jesus. So Jesus fasted. So we, were not the, we won't be the first people to, to fast. Luke chapter 4, verse 14, very quickly. Luke chapter 4, verse 14, about Jesus all right. So from, from the beginning of the chapter, Jesus, the Bible recorded that Jesus fasted. So look at what happened in verse 14. It says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. Well, let's, let, let's take verse 13. Let's take 13 before 14. 
Okay. So we know the story. Jesus fasted and was tempted. And afterwards, the Bible talked about Jesus returning in the power of the Holy Spirit. So he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. So something happened in his life. That's in verse 14. So there was something that happened in his life after the fast. He returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. He had an encounter with God. It was a new beginning in his life. And, and I need us to be expectant tonight. You see, God didn't call us to fast to punish us. It's not a punishment. It's not to, it's not to keep fit. It's not about diet or losing weight. No, it, it, it's, it's not about that. It's for a purpose. It's for a new beginning, for that new thing that God is said to do in our lives, you know, to be released. And in the life of Jesus, we saw that Jesus' ministry did not, you know, Jesus was not launched into his ministry until he had completed that fast. You know, the Bible said he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and that's why I'm confident that someone's prayer life someone's love life, someone's relationship life will not remain the same again after these 21 days. You know, that we're, we're, we're going to flow in some strange realms of God, you know, that we haven't, you know, expressed up until now. But, you know, it starts from expectation. So it's not, we are, we are not religious people. We're not religious people. We, we can't, you see, fasting does not change God. He's the unchanging changer. Nothing changes him but it changes everything. Fasting only changes us, makes us better people, makes us, you know, to be more sensitive to God, makes us to be better positioned to receive from God. You know, I, I, will, I gave an illustration, and I think Pastor also said it on Sunday about how in this room there are many signals, so there are many waves there are many FM stations here, you know, but without a decoder, without a device, you can't connect it. You can't, you, can't, you can't connect it. Not that those waves are not in this room. They are present in this room, you know, but when your decoder is on and it's a lot, then you can receive all of that download. And it's the same thing. So not that God is not speaking, not that God is not in the business of touching lives and doing stuffs, but it's important that we are in tune with him. It's important that, you know, we are, we are in direct connection. And that's what fasting does. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, it, it helps us to be in better, it, it helps us to be sharpened, you know, to be in tune with God. And I've come to announce to someone this night that God is set to give us some personal encounters. You know, I, I need you to say that amen well. And, and I mean it because this was, this was what I heard, that, you see, we will, from Sunday, that we will experience God in some very, very strange level, realms, in some very strange levels that we have never experienced before. I, maybe you have, you know, you, you've, you've, had, you've worked with God to a level. So maybe on, this, on the scale of 10, you've experienced God to a 5, but well, that's going to be stepped up. That's going to be increased. Hallelujah. You know, but it's important that we are, you know, we're expectant. It's important that we are, you know, in tune with God. And another very important point is that, you see, every encounter of God is supernatural but might not be spectacular. Every encounter with God or of God 
is supernatural, but might necessarily not be spectacular. And what do I mean? In the God experience of Apostle Paul, who was Saul, the Bible talked about the guy who was on his way to persecute the disciples. We all know the story, right? But what happened to him? You know, he, he had an experience with God. And, but scripture said that he went blind. And afterwards, you know, he was blind for some days before God sent a disciple to him to minister to him and all. But you see, at that instance, Paul got born again. At that instance, he got born again. He experienced God. But you see, when I got born again, I don't know about you, I did not go blind. Or did anybody hear, did you, did you go blind like Paul? No, we did not go blind. I'm not sure anyone here went blind. But in any way, so comparing my God experience with that of Saul, would you say that his was superior to mine? Sorry? No. It was just spectacular. Both experiences were supernatural. It's a, it's a supernatural thing. The natural man cannot understand it. How do you, and that's why Nicodemus was asking, how do you say that you'll be born again? Would you, would you go into your mom's womb the second time? You know? So it's important. So when we talk about encounters with God, it doesn't have to be spectacular. So you don't have to, it does, you, don't, you really don't have to see the heavens open and angels descending and ascending like it happened to Jesus at baptism. When he was baptized by, um, by John the Baptist. You know, that was spectacular. I know that we, we, we live in a generation that seeks the spectacular, and which is cool. But you see, God is not always in the spectacular. But God is supernatural. Praise the name of the Lord. So God speaking to us is supernatural. God directing us, telling you, instructing you about specific things, as little as what to wear, as, as little as the, 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 the cab to join, as, as, as little as, you know, the cost to do, as little as the complaint to join, as little as that, you know, it's supernatural. And, and that's why it's important that uh, we clarify that so that we are not busy chasing the spectacular and missing out on this every supernatural move of God in our lives. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So in Luke 3 verse 21, Luke 3 verse 21, we'll look at the, this experience, that this encounter of Jesus when the heavens opened. And I, I sense that you know, someone that's been experiencing some closed heavens. You know, things have just been tight. Things have just been tough. You know, doors that you, you've knocked that have not opened, you know, supernaturally. I see the power of God flinging them open in the name of Jesus. So Luke 3 verse 21. Let's look at this. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son in whom I am well placed. So this was the baptism of Jesus. And, you know, this was a definite time in the life of Jesus where he, he had an encounter with God. And it was spectacular. 
and supernatural at the same time. And the heavens opened, you know, and something spectacular. And it's important. You know, last Sunday when those prayers, and I want to encourage someone, you know, those prayers and prophecies that uh, Pastor Godman released upon us, I, I want to encourage someone to please go over them again and again. Hallelujah. Since the words I speak to you, their spirit and their life, those were not ordinary words. Those were not ordinary prayers. I, I've, 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 I've gone back to them daily since that day. It's important that you imbibe those things. It's important that we chew it. You know, we, we, we regurgitate it. We, we eat it over and over again. It's important that we stay in it. Very, very critical. Hallelujah. You see, because, you see, encounters, I, I look through the lives of all the key people in the Bible, and I saw that every one of them had a definite encounter in their lives. You know, there was, there was a particular time that they experienced God, you know, in their lives that made all the change in them. I remember some 15, 20 years ago when I, I, I had, you know, I, one, one of my big brothers, you know, moved his library into my room and... So I was exposed to these books, and they were more of healing books. I can't forget that experience in my life. I cannot, you know. And, you know, so, so I had a period of about six months when I was just exposed to healing books. So everywhere I turned were just healing books, and I took my time to devour those books, check them line by line, bit by bit. And I came out of that experience with an encounter, and I, and I knew that healing was... You see, it was, was not, it was not a guesswork. I, I, I knew like I knew my name. That this is clearly my birthright. Hallelujah. You know, it says you will know the truth, and the truth that you know is the truth that will set you free. You know, the truth that sets free is the truth that we know. It's the truth that we've experienced. The truth that we've handled. Very important. You know, and, and, you know, and there, are, there are definite things like that in our life that God is set to do. But it starts with an experience. Expectant art. You know, I remember talking to a friend sometimes last year, you know, who had stopped going to church and he just had those struggles. He just was doubting the existence of God, you know, and I, I could feel him. Why? Because I saw that it was just lack of that experience with God, that encounter with God. I tell you. So look at the children of Israel and I'll, I'll compare the, the, the two stories. So the children of Israel, they called God Yahweh. They called God Yahweh. They called God Yahweh Father. You know, Father. They, there was that revelation. There was that understanding of who God was. You know, for many of them that did not even experience the pattern of the Red Sea. Can you imagine the sea pattern? We read it. But, you know, it, it sounds like fables, right? That imagine the sea pattern. So... So you see Todman and Bridge, water just pattern. You know. And you're just and you just want to, so you just part and, and, and you're trying to just look at how how could that have happened. But you see, some guys experienced it. So even when their children's children, so they are like, so the grandfather would tell the grandchild that story. But guy, I'm telling you, there's the God that we serve is Yahweh. I saw it, we experienced it, we saw the sea. Pattern. We saw it. 
You know, not that they told us. It's something that we experienced ourselves. So that alone was enough even for the children of Israel to know that, okay, I'm not just reading it. My grandfather experienced it. You get it now? So to them, it becomes very believable. Becomes very believable. So I told my friend, it's because of encounter. So there are some things that I've encountered of God that I can't, I'm, I'm too certain. I'm too certain that he exists. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's some things I've experienced in my personal life that I'm, I, you know, I'm just so, just like you telling me that I'm not a man now. So I'm, go, I'm just going to, I know I'm a man. You don't need, I don't need your confirmation for that. I don't need you to affirm that in any way. You know, that's what encounters do. They reinforce the truth. They reinforce our belief system. They reinforce our faith in God. And that's what God is said to do in someone's life. This first quarter. Hallelujah. You need to get set for that encounter of God. Amen and amen. Listen, some of us will get home and you will not be able to sleep. Why? Because God is going to wake you up and you're going to hear him like you, like a man hearing his friend. It's going to be that clear. It's going to be that definite. It's going to be that real unto us. You know, it will be beyond, beyond the stories, beyond the things that, you know, that we were told, beyond what pastor preached and told us about God on Sunday. It's okay to start there. And it's very okay to start there. We're going to see that in the book of Luke chapter 4. So it's okay to start from what, you know, I'm told in church, or what pastor told me, or what is preached, or what I read. But it, it needs, we need to get to that point where I can say that I've experienced it myself. And that's where God is moving us to. Luke chapter 4. That's Luke chapter 4. Sorry, John chapter 4. John chapter 4. The story of the woman of Samaria. John chapter 4, very interesting story. It's a long read, but we'll just pick some scriptures there. Okay, but let's let's jump to verse 42. John chapter 4, verse 42. It says, and said unto the woman, now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. You know, very interesting story. So this woman met Jesus, you know, and this conversation uh, started, you know, and of course, she was very religious, very religious woman, but had little or no relationship with God. And Jesus was able to, you know, because remember, so why did I say she was religious? So she engaged Jesus and said, you Jews say that we should worship on this particular mountain. And Jesus told him, it's not about mountain. That time has passed. You know, she was still talking about the place of worship. When, when God has moved into our heart, when God has moved into our heart, it's, it's beyond the place. God has moved in her heart. So the woman had that, she just had that concept and she, there was that desire in her heart to get to know God and to, you know, to meet God. 
But the, the point here in verse 42 was that, so she, when Jesus now hit her, gave her a word of knowledge, told her, you've been married five times and the current guy is not even your husband, and all of that, and, and that caught her attention. So what did she do? She ran into the city. She ran into the city and went to meet, and went to tell the guys, they have seen a prophet who has told me everything I've ever done in my life, has told me the story of my life. That was the turning point in her life. That was the encounter in her life. That was the point, turning point in her life. And so, so, so she went, and the men too came with her to meet Jesus. And that's what they said in verse 42. That yes, initially, yes, we heard you talk about this man called Jesus, but we've come ourselves and we have, we have experienced him. And now we know that indeed is real. This is real. So it's just like, so, so the starting point was the woman telling them. And they went themselves to experience Jesus. So it's okay to start with, you know, the teachings in church, to start with the Sunday meetings, to start with a midweek service like this, to start, you know, with books written, anointed books written by, you know, great authors. It's okay to start from there. But God is stepping and, step, you know, step, stepping us up, taking us deeper into that realm when we'll be able to talk like these guys that we now we do not believe, not because of what you've said, now we believe not because of what you said, but because we've experienced them ourselves. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And that's where God is taking us. That's what, that's what God is said to do in her lives. And like that woman, you know, she, she had that encounter with Jesus and the old world of sin, the old of sin was broken in her life. You know, that grip of wrong habits was broken over her life. I, I, I sense that God, you know, is doing the same with someone here tonight. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, he's doing someone, you know, someone is, 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 is being set free from every hold of wrong habits, of negative habits in the name of Jesus. You know, it took just one, one experience with Jesus, not two experiences, just one experience. And that caused that new beginning that she desired in her life. And, you know, and God turned her to what we'll call a Ron's girl, you know, to an evangelist. Hallelujah. She became an evangelist to, a, to an entire city. That's a new beginning. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, that's a new beginning. And God is set to do great and mighty things. All right. Another new beginning is... Uh, in the life of a man called Moses. Moses, in the, in, in the book of Exodus, you know, we read about Moses. Can we check that? Exodus chapter 3, verse 3. Exodus chapter 3, verse 3. Verse 3, verse three says, Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. Can we check that from the Amplified Version? Amplified Version. God is catching someone's attention here tonight. Like he cut that off Moses. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned up. So no, just leave it at three. Thank you. So he, he said, I must turn away from the flock. 
So God needed to catch his attention from the flock. You know, from the, his attention was just on that flock. And God caught that attention. And maybe someone's attention is just on the wrong things. It's, you're just on the wrong things. And God is calling you onto deeper things. So someone is chasing after fishes. And God is saying, I want to make you a fisher of men. Like he made the disciples. I want to do something big after you. Someone is chasing after salaries. And God is saying, I want to make you the employer. I want to make you, why, someone, someone, someone is just busy about being a teacher when God wants you to own the school. Hallelujah. You know, and, and he just wants, he wants to catch your attention. He wants to give you that big cause of life, that big vision, that big reason to live for. Like he gave, you know, this man called Moses. But he needed to catch his attention. He needed his attention. And and as we have come here tonight, you know, it, it will be dropping these things in our hearts. And I need us to be receptive. I need us to be open. I need us to accept, you know, his leading and not struggle with him. Why? Because he's, we call him the author and the finisher of our faith. He's, he's the A to Z. He's got everything fashioned out. He's got everything figured out. I know it's tough to trust you know, when you are not sure of what is ahead of you. But you see, trusting him is a function of even faith. You know, faith in him, knowing that he's got your back. Knowing that he's got, you know, he's got your back and he's got everything about you settled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, we were going to check uh, lastly this, uh, the disciples in the book of Acts of how that experience, that encounter the heart of, of God, you know, changed their lives. Acts chapter 4 verse 20. Acts chapter 4 verse 20. Says, for we on our part cannot stop telling people about what we have seen and heard. Now, let's put this in context. So they just got a hold of these guys and they just harassed them. They just been persecuted. And they still came out with this kind of boldness and decision to say, we cannot but speak of the things in which we have seen and heard, the things that we have handled. It's real unto us. It's not fables. This is what we have experienced. It's, it's real. You can't, you, can't, you can't talk us out of it. You can't talk us out of it. It's not, a, it's not, it's not, it's not up for debate. It's not up for argument. This is what we have seen and heard. This is what we have experienced. We, we saw Jesus. We heard with Jesus. You know, we, we saw him. We saw, I, we saw the nails in his hands. We saw the, his side pierced. We experienced it ourselves. No, it wasn't something that we read or was told us, but we experienced it ourselves. So that's why we cannot but speak of these things in which we have seen and heard. Seen and heard. And you look at it, every of these guys that we've examined tonight, you know, something happened in their lives. There was that 
radical change. There was that new beginning in their lives after they had experienced Jesus firsthand. And that's my prayer tonight. And we'll be praying shortly. You know, um, we'll be praying shortly. And we'll just be asking for one thing. Lord, after the 21 days fast, Lord, I, I desire a deeper encounter with you. I want to encounter it myself. I've heard Pastor Idris tell me about you. I've, 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 I've read about you. I've, my parents maybe told me about you. But I want to experience you myself in my, in all areas of my life. I want to experience you in, in all areas of my life, in my career, my finances, in my planning, in my business. I want to experience you. I, I, in my personal work with you, in my daily work with you, I want to experience you. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Can we rise on our feet? And I need us to just begin to talk to God. Every man that experienced Jesus, every man that had an encounter with God did not remain the same again. There was a new beginning you know, in their lives. It signified a change, a turnaround in their lives. We have sought God over the last 21 days and the heavens are open over us. And I'm, I'm confident that there's, the next thing is an encounter with God. I need you to ask him. I need you to ask him in your own words. Just speak to him. The Lord, I, I need to, I want to experience you. In my life, in my personal life, I want to experience you. I want to have that personal experience with you. The Acts of the Apostles, you know, is a book that is still being written. It was not, if it, 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 it didn't end. It's still ongoing. And we need to write our own portion of it. Even if it's a verse, you need to write your own verse. And if you can write a chapter, please go ahead and do a chapter. But we've got to write something, that thing. And what are we going to be writing? We'll be writing about the experience of God, about, 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 about the experiences of God. Lord, I desire you more than ever before. Lord, I desire that new thing, that new beginning. Lord, I crave for your presence more than ever before. I crave for that encounter. That encounter, Lord, in my life, in my walk with you. Lord, that you take me to deeper depths, take me to deeper levels in you. Thank you for a manifestation of the gift of the Spirit. Someone here from tonight will be flowing in the gift of the Spirit. You begin to see things. You begin to see things. You begin to see things supernaturally. You begin to see things. You begin to see things that, are, that, are, that haven't yet happened. You begin to see things. Yes, very, very clear. Manifestation of the gift of God in our lives. The things that have become, that, that, that were unclear up until now, will become clearer. Clarity in our hearts, clarity in our spirits. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because the heavens are open over someone here tonight. The heavens are open over us. That door that has been, that has remained impossible, that has been shut for a while, will open of its own accord. Thank you, Jesus, for release. Thank you, Jesus, for release. Thank you for testimonies. Testimonies breaking forth everywhere, left, right, and center. Everything happening so fast. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that new job. 
Thank you for that career change. Thank you because someone is in name is being remembered in that important quarters. Someone's name is being remembered. Someone is being considered for good. Thank you, Lord, for the things you said to do. Manga li prehenga lebosa da hia lavra dosha de hebra legosa da higa lovre enga li preheka do perhaka do preheka dosha da hia manga li preheka dosha da lavra labushi ega dosa da hia lapra nanga li preheka dosa da hi prekusa to hia da rovla dosha da hi prelusha da someone has been struggling with that wrong habits but there's victory here tonight by virtue of the power of God, you experience the power of God like never before. That old is broken. That old is broken. That grip is, is broken by the power of God in the name of Jesus. The things that, you know, you, someone here reads the Bible, but it just does not make sense. It just sounds very far away. You're going to open it from tonight and it will be so real. You won't be able to leave it. You won't be able to drop it. You won't be able to drop it. It's going to be a, an entire new experience in the name of Jesus. Someone is struggling with you know, um, lack of focus, drifting mind, drifting mind, drifting mind. That mind receives God's focus. That mind is channeled on the things of God. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you. Come on, give him praise. Thank him for all the answered prayers. Thank you for all the answered prayers. It says that we should call on him and he's going to show us great and mighty things. Someone, as you pray from tonight, you begin to see things. You begin to see pictures. You begin to see things. You begin to see pictures. I mean, I mean, like real pictures. You begin to see things. And as you see them, please write them down. As you see them, note them down. It's important. God, that's God speaking to you. Because he said, well, when we call on him, he's going to show us things. So God sometimes speaks through pictures. He's going to show you things. Thank you, Lord. Lay frelu shahadalu prehengala susuhia. Menga labusho to hifrela bokatahia. Lord, we give you praise. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Lord, we thank you for our lives. We thank you for how you have started with us. Thank you for the strength over the last 21 days of waiting upon you. And we thank you, Lord, for that new beginning. Lord, we receive it. We embrace it. We, we, we receive it. Thank you because of that new level in you. Thank you for that launch into new beginnings. We celebrate you for the things you are set to do in our lives. Lord, we give you praise because our joy is full and our testimonies abound. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Come on, celebrate Jesus. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.